Bush and Richie here with a home time show uh, podcast for you that you're just going to love. At this point, we were hoping to capture a little moment of the craziness of the bath time routine in Richie's house. But would you believe it? Just the moment we press record, Rocco's gone completely quiet. It's almost like he knew we were trying to record him. Possibly the first time that I actually have been disappointed uh, of him going quiet. But yeah, he was he was really giving out. Uh, and then, yes, he's, he's got this sixth sense that the record button has just been hit. Uh, he's you, well, not I don't know what's going on at the chip. moment. My, my, uh, our youngest was up between 2 and 4 a.m. this morning, just like, hey, what are we doing? Let's go. Whoa. And someone tweeted me back saying their 18-month-old had been up all night. Is there like something to do with the moon or kids are behaving weirdly at the moment? There's no two ways about it. Maybe it's the lockdown. Who knows? Let's put it down for that and give them a little bit of credit. Yes, I think that's exactly what we're going to do. Here is our sleep-deprived podcast. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Is there something that you keep asking for and that you're never allowed to have? Uh, let me explain. In our house, currently, the conversation is going on about a dog. Oh. I would love a dog. I'd love it. It would be brilliant to have a dog. Would you love a dog? Who wouldn't love I'd a love dog? I'd love to have a dog. Wouldn't you love to have a dog? Maybe it's like a, a thing when, uh, as a man when you get to a certain age. You just want a dog. And uh, just like a little mate, because it's quite... Um, <laughs> It's quite tiring and lonely, isn't it? When you've got, when you've got small kids running around and you just feel like widow twanky, you're always like washing stuff or uh, pushing kids around and having a scooter over your shoulder everywhere you walk in town. It'd be nice to have a little mate that doesn't judge you, doesn't interrupt you when you're in the loo and just wants to kind of hang out with you and go for a walk. It'd be nice to have a dog, wouldn't it? It would be great to have a dog. Uh, it's something that I really would love to have right now, but I keep being told we don't have the space. We don't have the space and they're a tie. Um, that's not how my wife talks. Which part of the North is your wife? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could do a far better accent than that. Um, but I think I'm trying to be tricked at the moment, Bush, because um, she wants to get some building work done. And the discussion last night was, oh, if that happens, then we'd have room for a dog. It's a trick, Ooh. isn't it? It's just trying to lure you in, but see all the deal. Get that signed up. Get the building work done. Get the dog at the end of the day as well. It's a win-win situation. Mm. I'm at the moment. My other half, Katie, says no dog. Katie says no. Uh, so I keep asking for. I keep going on about it all the time, but I'm not allowed a dog. And I just wonder because obviously people have been having a lot more conversations about stuff because we're all trapped in the house together. Is there something that you want that you're not allowed to have? Essentially, what are you not allowed? Uh, now, look, there's an actual, uh, there's another thing that I would add to the list. I agree with you on the dog, but I, <laughs> I would really love, and maybe it's as I reach a certain age, I would really love to have a little room where I can have my, I can start putting together my little Hornby train display. I thought you were going to say magazines for a second, then I thought that's just too, that's too much, Richie. It's <laughs> blatant. No, me, me, me Hornby train display. I want to have a little room where I've got like the old boards up and uh, got me just, just somewhere I can go and retreat and be happy. Do you know what? When we were looking at houses, when we were, we were about to move to Leon C, there was one house we viewed where the old fella in the house had a room that was dedicated to his train set thing. And it was That's only a little dream. tiny box room. But he, he'd done it with like, you know, the train had gone up, like if it goes up a hill, it would mm. go up to the next shelf level and go around the top of his head and everything. Oh, it was wow. amazing. It was like being like a, a, a one of the gods walking in there and everyone was really tiny around your feet. But what do you, do you think your other half would just not allow the usage of a room specifically for trains? We don't have the space. <laughs> same, same issue with the dog, isn't it? It's a recurring <laughs> theme, this. So come on then, answer the question. No doubt you've been locked in conversations with people in your family, other half or whatever, housemates. What are you not allowed? 8, 12, 15, you never know. Them hearing it on the radio might swing it in your favour. 
Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Incredibly, Jason starts us off just quite simply saying a beard. I don't understand why you wouldn't be allowed a beard. Who has say in your facial hair? Surely that's your own business. Is it a cry for help? Am I right or am I wrong? There's certain jobs where you can't have a beard. I've got a feeling that a a copper's not allowed beard. I've seen policemen with beards, for definite. Okay, not that one. I'm sure there's other jobs. Is it dentists that aren't allowed beards? I've definitely, I think I've had a dentist with a beard. Then why there can't is one. Jason There's a job a out there. There is a definitely, you're right, there's a job out there where you've got to be clean shaven, but I'm not 100%. Actually, weirdly, army? weirdly, um, one of my friends works for a, let's just say, central London well-known estate agents, yeah. and they have to be clean shaven. So he's always, and uh, he's from Portugal, so he grows a beard almost like if you're looking at him, his beard starts coming through. (laughs) So he's shaving every five minutes. Maybe it's that. Maybe he wants to work for a central London estate agents firm. Please get back to us. Uh, UK Bootleg on Twitter says, I'm not allowed bananas in the house. The wife is scared of them. This is not a joke. How I weird don't is that? like bananas, but I'd never be scared of them. That's amazing. A ban in the house. That's incredible. Maybe someone's put one up her exhaust pipe. That's not a euphemism. I just mean <laughs> something to do with Beverly Hills Cop. It's a hell of a practical <laughs> joke. <laughs> uh, Nate says, having had a motorbike license for 10 years, I'm still not allowed to own or ride one. Thanks to my wife, ironically, of 10 years. Well, there you go. It's all like matching up, isn't it? Stephen says, I'm never allowed to put my Hibs memorabilia up in our little flat. <laughs> I said, I've got, you got the same. I've got about two or three Everton pictures that I'm not allowed in the house. Then there's no room for them in this building, which is ridiculous. Do you remember I got t- I told you 10 minutes ago that uh, if, if I say yes to having some building work done here, we might be able to get a dog. Another thing that apparently might be able to happen is some of my Arsenal stuff might be able to go up. I'd share the paperwork. I reckon this building work might be a flat down the road for you on your own. (laughs) (laughs) Check the small print. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Our colleague, lovely, you know, lovely, I always say at the beginning of her name, lovely Sarah Champion, because she is a lovely person. She's one of the nicest people I'll ever hope to meet. Uh, we've just been talking about um, one facet of something I'm not allowed is that I'd love a dog and I'm not allowed one because my other half, Katie, says no at the moment. Computer says no. Sarah Champion says on Twitter, this is literally eight minutes ago, mate, you can borrow my dog anytime. He's a big fan. Which, uh, And she sent a little video of what I presume is her dog, Buckley, huffing whilst we're talking on air. So you can hear Absolute Radio, the home time show on in the background. And he just this kind of really exasperated sigh. I feel like I'm being slightly slagged off by Champers' dog here. Do you know what I mean? Trolled, I, trolled somewhat. I don't think either you nor me need another person around the house huffing when we talk. Oh, yeah, I don't need another eye roller. Thanks anyway, Champers. I don't need anyone else rolling their eyes at me. That's for sure. (laughs) Uh, What are you not allowed? Um, Andrew says, Mother Half won't let me have a unicycle or a home forge to make swords. This is possibly the first one that's come through where I can actually understand the decision. They're doing you a favour, mate. No one needs to see anyone (laughs) on a unicycle. There's no good reason to be on a unicycle in 2020. Uh, Chris in Fairham says, uh, my wife won't let me spend £650 on a Lego Millennium Falcon. Wow, the hobby, the hobby. 
I wish I had the time and the space for that. Uh, Jen says it wasn't a train set for us, but my granddad had a room just for his boat building. We were not allowed in there, but we would always sneak in and see what he'd been up to. Also, I'm not allowed a dog either. So just a bit of space. That's all we're after. A bit of space, a bit of peace and quiet, that kind of thing. Your own little, your own little cubby hole. That'd be nice. Uh, Biz in Tomridge, going back to the dog thing, says, I so want a dog. It's actually my husband that doesn't want one. He said, over my dead body. So the boys and I are trying to come up with ways to bump him off or getting him to leave. Ah, oh, that's nice, isn't it? Now, I did suggest earlier on that the £100,000 that someone is winning on this show... On Friday, I think you know how to enter, if you see what I mean. Uh, I suggested that that big lump sum of money can sometimes push a yes, well, a no, into a yes. <laughs> Nearly turned it the wrong way around there. Mark in Essex says, Did you know, Richie, it costs £18,000 on average for a lifetime of bills for a dog? That means oh. you could buy five and a half dogs with your £100,000 and still have £1,000 to treat the better half. So if we're going to be talking about getting dogs, why don't we just round it to the nearest whole number? <laughs> I think I prefer that. Thanks very much. And think about the train set. Think about the action you could get train set wise for a hundred thousand pounds. I mean, I don't oh, know yes. how much Rod Stewart's rig uh, cost him in the end in terms of you know that amazing photo of his yeah. model railway set that he's got in his house. But you know, you'd have a, a fair foothold with a hundred thousand pounds. Uh, going back to the dog thing, Emma says my husband won't let me have a dog either. I wish we'd have had the conversation before I married him. Do you know there's almost a new term that we're coming up here? I think we start calling these people dog blockers. Do you live with a dog blocker in your life? Uh, other things that you're not allowed. Sarah in Ellesmere Port says, Gents, I'm not allowed to sleep in our bed because uh. I snore really badly. So I spent the last five months sleeping in the single bedroom whilst waiting for surgery to try and cure. Tennis ball in the top, pillows, mouthpieces, etc. They don't work for my type of snoring, but does have one good side. I'm not getting kicked all night while I'm sleeping. Sometimes it's quite nice to go and have a little sleep in a different bed. Do you know what I mean? I know that's not, it's not, not the basis of a very successful marriage, but occasionally <laughs> it's quite nice to have a little sleep in a different bed. That's not going to help you uh, get that dog, mate. That is not, actually. That's, actually, that's a very, very good point. Uh, and here we go. What about this? I'm not allowed to have a home cinema subwoofer to finish my AV setup at home. Apparently, the neighbours won't appreciate the shaking walls that 16 hertz would supply. <laughs> Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. You're listening to Bush and Ritchie with Home Time on Absolute Radio. Musical Morse code from the upstairs window during these strange, strange times. Uh, which are changing rapidly uh, all around the country in different ways uh, for some, actually. But one thing I was looking forward to next week was cinemas being able to reopen. I'm sure the cinema uh, will look very different to how I remembered it before. And uh, seating may well be uh, quite spaced apart. However, It's going to be good, though, isn't it? It's not going to oh, be yeah. good. No one's going to be allowed to sit anywhere near you. It's almost like that thing that you dreamed of, not having anyone plonk themselves right next to you in an empty cinema. That's going to be legally enforced. And also, no one sat directly behind me kicking my chair. Yes, this is good. When, when can we go? 
<laughs> so that's the thing, right? Like, I love going to the cinema to watch a film. It's a great experience. I mean, obviously, you know, you can you can enjoy your movies at home on telly as well, but that cinema experience is unique. The big screen, the sound, uh, the popcorn beforehand, even if you pay through your nose for it, uh, or the pick and mix, uh, if you like your sweets like myself. And I was looking forward to it because they are allowed to open, I believe, from next week. However, here's the thing. I find out that my local cinema, part of a big group, don't need to name them, uh, my local cinema is now not going to reopen until the end of the month because they've got no films to show. All the big films have been kept back. There's nothing to show, which I find disappointing. But I would have thought they could have, like, you know, shown some classic or something or other. They, they can't do that to us. They can't kind of entice us in with thoughts about, you know, brilliant social distancing, finally, when you get to watch a movie and then pull the rug from under your feet and say, no, sorry, game over. We should de- they should definitely stick on an old classic. Maybe make them a theme or something like that. Well, we've got a ready-made theme. The last, the last three months, we've all been locked at home. So maybe you could sum up your lockdown in a movie. Sum up your lockdown yes. in a movie. And those are the ones that they could have been showing. 100% the movie of my lockdown would be Castaway. Do you remember that movie with Tom Hanks where I think he worked for like the post office as he, he ends up on this desert island uh, and then he just goes slightly mad. Uh, his hair goes crazy, beard goes crazy. You know, I've spent a lot of time kicking our penny floater football around in our back garden. That's my Wilson. I might as well put a, a red hand mark on it and start chatting to it on a daily basis. It's Castaway. <laughs> Mine is a, a movie of a slightly lower quality that they might not have wanted to show, and that is Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy's Daddy Daycare. That's that's what uh, <laughs> seems to have represented the last the last three months for me, just slowly being uh, going crazy with a toddler. Uh, Daddy Daycare would be mine. What would sum up your lockdown? in a movie title. Let us know, 8, 12, 15 for your texts, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Sasha says, delivered from 2011. My lockdown hasn't really changed as I'm a delivery driver. Fair <laughs> enough. And uh, Kasia says, far and away, because that is where I've wanted to be sometimes over the last few months. Uh, Chris Heseltine says, uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window, just with a little bit less murder. Such a great film, but yes, you're essentially film. trapped and it's really hot and you're just looking out your back window all the time. That's kind of it. Maybe he's broken his leg. Who knows? Uh, Angie Holland says The Shining. I can kind of get with that. Just kind of, you know, the, to the point where you've, you've trod around the same bit of carpet. You know, the, the, the carpet in The Shining is really significant <laughs> yeah. and iconic. It does remind me of that. I see what you mean. Charlie says The Truman Show. Now, I, I'm trying to work this one out because, I mean, Truman, he felt like the world's watching him um, and it was kind of like living in an idyllic setting. How does that work as a lockdown? Well, I remember, don't all the cars move sometimes to try and block him off when he was trying to get off the two or three blocks worth of space oh, they've got yeah. as the studio? So there is that, or maybe they're making a reference about being involved. I don't know if anyone else has got this going on, but a street WhatsApp group, you do feel like the entire world is watching you and you can't wait to get the hell out of there. That's brilliant. It's like the Truman Show. And speaking of escape, Lee says mine's got to be escape from Alcatraz. Well, fella, you're nearly there. Keep coming. 8, 12, 15 for your text. Tweets at Absolute Radio. And all the Groundhog Days, we've seen them. And we all agree, OK? But I don't think we need any more Groundhog Days. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. 
Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Kevin from Guildford says, my lockdown movie is undoubtedly a cross between Super Size Me, the one where the fellow eats the fast food nonstop, and Misery, uh, eating and drinking loads and no gyms or pools are open. Oh, it's quite bleak. Uh, Vanessa from Farnborough has gone with an utter classic, uh, one of my top 13 films of all time, Shawshank Redemption, feeling like I'm in prison, knowing I'm innocent, but I can't escape. Might start trying to tunnel out behind the poster of the 1950s movie star you got in your bedroom. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, Amanda says the film title that sums up my lockdown is The Constant Gardener. But she adds that's only in name only. Isn't that something to do with selling arms to the Middle East? Hopefully that's the case, Amanda. Sigh uh, in St. Ellen's Fight Club, but I can't tell you why. Oh, that's the first rule, isn't it? Do you know what I've seen in another film that might sum up my life at the moment? Uh, And that is, and we watched this recently, it's such a great film, the book is even better. Matt Damon in The Martian. Oh, yes. Think about it, trapped in a strange, hostile environment, lots of catastrophes going on in the background, not able to properly communicate with friends, maybe get standing out on your step and clapping once a week, and that's the best he's got to be able to (laughs) communicate with the rest of the earth. Uh, Steve McQueen, classic, The Great Escape, another one that has come in. We do want to hear your lockdown in a movie. Uh, Melly suggests mine has to be Nutty Professor and also Dr Doolittle, as I've been going nutty with all my family down and all the animals. Something suggests to me, bit of a fan there of Eddie Murphy. Two absolute litter films as well. (laughs) Absolute. All that time trapped indoors and you're going to go and watch that in the cinema. (laughs) Uh, Adam says, dude, where's my car? Really good point. There's people who still haven't driven yet in ages, like three months. Where's his car? (laughs) Uh, Someone who did know where their car was. In fact, they started off the movie in a car. One of my all-time favourites. Jeremy is suggesting falling down. Um, oh. and, uh, and in his little post on, uh, on Facebook, actually, is including a little gif of the, uh, of the section where Michael Douglas is, is in the restaurant going, I don't want to be your buddy, Rick. I just want a little breakfast. Um, so maybe that's what he's missing. He's missing going into Macca's and, uh, and getting his breakfast during lockdown. He just wants a whammy burger, but he's one minute too late. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. Cat uh, says gremlins uh, because there's lots of rules to remember to stop the kids turning into little you know what no hot tub no feeding after eight pm that kind of thing. <laughs> Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Home time with Bush and Richie. It's absolutely ready on a Tuesday night. Thank you very quickly to everyone who suggested ways of me getting my house keys back from that hedge last night. Whoever <laughs> suggested shining a torch through the hedge in the evening is a genius because I did it last night. The keys gleamed and I grabbed them and I've got my house keys back. Hooray! Success. Fantastic. What about that? We got, it, we got it done together, team. Uh, and as a treat back from us to you, uh, we want to give you an amazing prize. Thanks to our lovely friends at Tesco Mobile, we've got a £1,000 that could be all yours. Yes, we are looking for the fun facts, life hacks or random pieces of trivia that completely shocked you the first time you heard them. What's that one bit of knowledge that you wow everyone with when making small talk. For example, Bush, did you know Tesco Mobile, the only network where you can use your Tesco club card vouchers to lower your phone bill? Yeah, that's exactly what I told you yesterday. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah, sorry. (laughs) But, Richie, all right, here's an actual fact then. Um, I can tell you right now that almost 163,000 pints of Guinness were wasted in facial hair 
each and every year. That's amazing. This this has been quite a facial hair show with all the beard chat before five, but that's that's amazing. So this is a problem that firefighters will never have because they're not allowed to have beards, as we found out a bit earlier on on the show, which which I'm still kind of crazy about. I can't believe it. So text us on 8.12.15 with your best bit of trivia, something like that, most obscure fact or a great life hack, and you could bag yourself a £1,000. Text costs 50p plus your standard message rate, and the competition closes at 6. It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile. We've got 99% 4G network coverage across the UK. Now, I bet you didn't know that. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Now, here are some of the favourites that you've sent us. Phil wowed me with this one. The only species that can suffer from leprosy are humans and aardvarks. On a dating website, a girl said to me, open a conversation with a fascinating fact, so I sent that. I got no response. (laughs) How to close down the conversation instantly. (laughs) Another Phil's been on, uh, and this is another animal-based one. He says, guys, did you know the elephant is the only animal to have four knees? (gasps) That's amazing. I'm sure that could be right. Is that right? Actually, hang on. What about giraffe? What about horse? Yeah, giraffe score. Yeah, yeah. This is madness. Phil, mate, get back in touch. What the <laughs> hell are you doing? It's madness. <laughs> Colin says, 2nd of November 2000 was the last day that all living humans were together on the planet Earth. Every day since then, there has been at least one person on the International Space Station. That's a fact. Room up there for any Everton fans. I think we'll do a block booking. Uh, Jack says, this is really weird. Jack has emailed to say, in the Catalonia region of Spain, their nativity scenes, along with figures of the baby Jesus, shepherds, etc., also have a figure of a man having a poo. What? He says, I was told by a Spanish friend that this is representative of the common man. If we have anyone from Spain (laughs) listening to the show right now, uh, bearing in mind that doing a nativity play and what role you get is just par for the course of growing up. It's a rite of passage. How does that work in a Spanish primary school? Please clarify. And on the line right now to tell us their fact is the amazing Julie. Hiya, guys. You okay? We're good. How are you, Julie? I'm very well, thank you. Is it, um, can I ask a question? Is it Solihull or Solihull? Solihull. <laughs> oh, is that the posh way of saying it? Because well, we've definitely well, been saying that wrong all these years. Well, each to their own, but I definitely say Solihull. <laughs> Love We're educated, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's like the argument I'm always having with my dad about a latte or a latte. It comes down to Soli Hole, Soli Hole as well. Uh, Judy, please tell us your amazing bit of trivia stroke fact. Uh, so, I was out on a night with my husband, uh, had one too many drinks, and got the terrible bout of hiccups. And the taxi driver said, Oh, you know what you need there? You just need to get a teaspoon of sugar. And I thought, That's ridiculous. But in my drunken state, I thought, Fine, got in teaspoonful of sugar within 30 seconds completely disappeared and wow it, i know i couldn't believe it so it, every time i get a bout of hiccups out comes the uh, sugar jar and they disappear and it's always so, worked yeah it's something to do with it relaxes the muscle of your diaphragm which stops you from hiccuping 
Do you know what, weirdly, I, I've had like a, a slight cure for it for a while because my, my eldest daughter, who's 10, gets hiccups all the time and you have to do that thing where you stand and put your hand in the air and say tigers whilst breathing in backwards. It's ridiculous. Much easier to eat sugar, as far as I'm yes. concerned. Not so good for your teeth, but <laughs> hey-ho. Uh, brilliant. Hey, well, look, Julie, a thousand pounds is good for the soul and you've just won it. Congratulations. Oh, oh my word, thank you. Thanks so much. Well, there you go. You're going to be the talk of solely hole there with uh, £1,000. Congratulations. Take care and have a brilliant <laughs> rest of your Tuesday, all right? Thanks, guys. Thanks ever so much. See ya. Prizes don't stop there. We've loved all your trivia knowledge so much. Tesco Mobile have given us a brand new Samsung to give to a runner-up as well. We don't have the name of this, but this just came in bush. The lid from a tube of Pringles fits perfectly as a lid for an empty goo pot. Great use for a piece of plastic and for all the empty glass pots you collect. Now, there'll be a lot of empty glass goo pots at your house because you're a big fan. Absolutely love them. We'll always text or take a photo of them if they're half price in any supermarket. Do you know what? I think that text might come in from Jason Manford because last week when he was covering the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, he was peddling that particular life hack. So maybe it's him. Maybe he's trying to get his hands on a Samsung. <laughs> well, well done to whoever it is. It is all thanks to Tesco Mobile who let you put your Tesco Club Card vouchers towards new handsets. Every little helps. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. You might be expecting, if you're a regular listener to this show, uh, you might be expecting the Tuesday Tom Bowler. Don't worry, it's been rested this week. Uh, and for those of you that are worried uh, about the welfare of the uh, tooting ball botherer, uh, our producer who normally uh, spins the Tom Bowler for us, uh, he's OK. He is OK. Uh, and uh, he will be back with the Tom Bowler next week. Uh, in other news, I think I've got to the stage now where I can feel my hair on the back of my ears. Is it getting I mean? that long? It's getting that long. I'm get when I was a kid, when I was about ten or eleven, I used to have the same hair as Judge Reinhold from um, the <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop movies. Do you remember them? Yes, I do. And they were, everyone used to say I used to look like him because my hair. I used to just have this horrible little mullet down the back of my head that used to nestle like the back of a the back of a squirrel on on the collar of my shirt. And I'm getting back to that stage now because I haven't had a haircut, proper one, for probably two months. My other half, Katie, had a go at cutting my hair a while back, and it didn't work out that well. So I'm just growing it out. <laughs> Big news, I've finally booked a barber's appointment because you can't just do a walk-in thing anymore now. You have to book July the 4th. What a symbolic day to have a barber's appointment. We'll just put it out there. Have you, have you got a date now booked in for your haircut? Katie's haircut, 13th of July. So a bit of a wait still to go. Are you, have you booked in to get your haircut finally done, Richie? Do you know what? I feel a little bit bad, actually, because uh, Natalie has been cutting my hair through the lockdown uh, and she did her third cut of the lockdown probably about a week ago now uh, so my my barber tom uh, sent a whatsapp uh, a few days ago letting uh, his clients and me know uh, that next week he's back open and ready for cuts but the thing is because i've had a cut at home my hair is not ready for getting cut yet so i won't be able to go to him next week is there a bit of tension there? Is Tom a little bit worried? Maybe he's staking his claim around you that he's your hairdresser and Natalie shouldn't be kind of encroaching on his turf? Because she did a very good job. She did a really she good job, She has done a good she? job. He, d he doesn't need to worry. Um, I have made it clear to Natalie throughout that despite the fact that I am 
grateful for the cuts that she's done. And I do believe that she's also done a good job. Um, the amount of time that I have had Tom in my life cutting my hair uh, is longer than either of my marriages lasted or have lasted so far. Uh, so I'm not ready to end that particular relationship just yet. Oh, there feels like there's three of us in this relationship. That's that's a phrase that's coming to mind. Would be interested to know right now if there's anyone listening to this who has decided to go for home haircuts going forward because of a home haircut success. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Now, as we promised, and who would have thought, the return of Radio Tennis. Wimbledon should be on this week. We're trying to give you a flavour of what Wimbledon would have been like by playing tennis on the radio. Uh, Bush and I firing words at each other. Uh, the first person to flunk it would then lose the point. It's, it's a great game that we've devised. Well, look, I, I had quite a John McEnroe-esque type of experience yesterday. I felt like I was arguing with the umpire quite a bit. So so just to confirm, right, you say a word or I say a word, and then you have to say a word that's something to do with the word that I've just said. What are the, the words onwards? Do they all have to be about the original word category? No, just, said. just loosely related to the preceding word. Preceding uh, and word, maybe, okay. maybe, maybe tonight, uh, being that it is a Tuesday, we would be rolling the tombola, we should bring in the tooting ball botherer as an umpire. Yes, good idea. What? Well, let's maybe he can. He can. You know, like celebrities sometimes throw the first pitch in baseball. You can come up with the <laughs> word that we're going to start off with. That Richie's got to come back from. Switch your microphone on, tooting ball botherer Adem. Come on, right? All good with me. I can be the umpire. I think you took liberties with your time it took to come back yesterday, Bush. I need to be a bit tighter with time today. Hold on a minute. The, the umpire doesn't just start giving jip straight away on your oh, it's, just, <laughs> it's just an observation from yesterday. He just, would, just call, give us he would call out a time fault, though. He would, but uh, by the way, those chinos look awful on you. <laughs> just give us a word. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, the first word kicking off, and this is a uh, bush to start, it is beach towel. So who's it? Am I, am, I, am I responding to this? It's very unclear. That's a fault. That's a fault. <laughs> I, did, I did clearly say bush to start. All right, fine. That's, right. Just, that's a fault. <laughs> it's, it's, it's love 15. Love 15. I'll serve again. I'll serve again. Thanks very much. Here we go. Onion. Uh, crying. Sobbing. Weeping. Spot. Eh? Spot? Weeping spot. Have you not had a weeping oh, spot before? No. I'm going to give that to Bush. It's 15. Thank you very 15. much. 15 okay, all. Thank all right. Go, go, go. It's go, technically go, 15 all. You don't say 15, 15, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, who's serving? Am I still serving? Yes. It's my, it's my game, isn't it? I guess, yeah. Um, so, bounce the ball, bounce the ball, do that bit. I, I'm going to chuck one of the balls back because I don't like them. So I'd never know why they've done that. Here we go, next one. Cat. Okay. Uh, dog. Pig. Little. Large. Uh, little and large. Little, uh, I'm calling little? it. That's uh, Bush's point. Yeah. 30-15. Thank you very much. 30-15. Thanks very much. Next one, here we go. Bath. Time. <laughs> um, that's clock. a pause that's a pause oh. that's a pause yeah I'm going to give that 30 30 30 all 30 all, all. 30, 30 all. get they, the terminology right otherwise they're not going to they have don't say Wimbledon, 30 mate. all it's not a football match <laughs> they don't say 30 look we've got time for this so next one here we go cloud uh, lining silver I just said that no you I said you lining just, you just said lining oh. that's 40 30 to bush is that all right with okay. you, Bush? 40-30, yeah? That's 40-30. That's good. This is match point. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Chess. Mate. Check. 
King. Queen. Lady. Man. I'm going to give it to Bush. Because also, check and then Queen doesn't make any sense. Can I just say, the umpire's got in way too involved in this thing. You are micromanaging everything. <laughs> He's the Mike Dean of Radio Tennis. Yeah, do you know what? You're absolutely right. You are the Mike Dean of Radio and Tennis. And on that note, I'm going to turn your faders down. Bye. Oh. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. That's it. Another show in the bag. We'll be back with another show for you tomorrow with more stuff to be won. Although I guess you can't if you're listening after the fact. But you can you can revel in other people's brilliant enjoyment about them winning cash. Something that we might have to talk about on tomorrow's show. I've literally just seen within the last five seconds as we've been ending this podcast. I wonder whether tomorrow we can talk about something loosely to do with when you've used when you've tried to use the wrong thing for the wrong task let me let me explain what's been going on my wife has been trying to hang up a new mirror in the bathroom uh, for about a fortnight now um, yes yeah. i could have stepped in and helped but it's her mirror it's her project she was excited about it and she's been saying to me recently i can't cut the wire uh, on the back of the mirror to get it to the right length to hang and the wire cutters that you've got are useless and in my head i'm thinking i don't actually know whether i've got any wire clippers uh, in my toolbox i've just seen what she's been trying to use it's a pair of sacateurs from the garden <laughs> your wire cutters <laughs> Yeah, my wire cutters, kind of thing that you'd normally prim a rose bush with. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're not going through wire. Hands wins the hometown show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for more. Push and Richie on the radio. They'll be back again tomorrow. Phantom Music Interview. Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews. Subscribe.